Thank you, Naomi, and choir and orchestra for leading us in this time of preparation to hear a word from God this morning. Um, it is good to be here today. Remember our pastor and his family today, they are in Broken Arrow. Uh, Gay's dad is retiring from ministry today, and they are there for that celebration. And uh, just pray that they will be safe and be able to get home tonight, hopefully, so the kids can go to school tomorrow. But do pray for them. That would be a great day of celebration, a retirement after a long tenure of ministry and a long tenure there at the church. It's a privilege today to be able to come as we continue our focus of, of our series focus of messages on missions, our call to go. Now, I love that song that y'all just did. But the challenge comes in as I, as I think about that and as I struggled with call to ministry myself, is that call, that, that, that call to ministry isn't if, because when we're called to be sons and daughters of God Most High, it is our call. For each and every one of us, it is our call. Now, the larger call may be to go somewhere else, to go do something else, to be involved something specifically, but our call is now. For all of us, our call is now. Today we celebrate a continuation of our theme verse for this series of messages, and it's on your, the front page of your order of worship there. It comes from Revelation 7, 9, and it says, Behold... A great multitude from every nation and all tribes and peoples and tongues standing before the throne and before the Lamb. That is the word of the Lord. But I have to ask a real question. It's a question to me and it's a question for all of us. How is that going to happen if we don't respond to God's call to all of us? And that call may be to someone sitting next to you this morning in your row, whether you know them or not, that needs a touch of God in their life. Maybe that first touch to call them to salvation. Maybe it's somebody in your family. Maybe it's that neighbor that you know just a little bit, or maybe not at all. Maybe it's a coworker that you walk past their office every day and God's word and God's hope has never been offered to them. Maybe it's to a salesman that you meet. Maybe it's to your waiter or waitress at the, at the restaurant that you go to. Maybe it's a salesman or a clerk at the store you go and shop. Have you ever thought about even in those passing moments, the opportunity to share your faith, to talk about your God and invite that to be their God. That is the call to each and every one of us here in this place. You know, we have a call as a church, but that call to the church is for each and every one of us individually. And if we don't get to be about the business of the call of our church to reach the nations and our neighbors and those next to us, how is this going to happen? That multitude from all nations is gathered. Certainly it's God's will. 
but we are God's tools to take that message to the world around us. Today, the focus is on a big push to go to the other uttermost parts of the earth. Through these little boxes, through our partnership with Operation Christmas Child. This is our final week of emphasis for them. And I am told that we are unusually low and slow in getting the boxes returned, both from our congregation and from congregations across the area. Because you see, over the last 14 years, we have been involved in Operation Christmas Child in 12 of those years, a collection center, where, we con- where people from around this area bring them here and we put them in these nice cases where they can be shipped to a regional collection site and then gathered and ready to send to the uttermost parts of the earth. <clears throat> but why Christmas boxes? Why these little boxes? You see, it's, it's more than about just this box. It's more than about this box because it is a call to touch lives of children around the world. These boxes are destined to places around the world that a child that receives one of these, this may be the only Christmas gift they've ever gotten. And besides that, it may be the only Christmas gift they ever get. But even more than that, it is not just the box. It's not the stuff that's in it, even though that's important. But it's an opportunity to open the door to present the gospel message to those children. Operation Christmas Child. I hope by the, you know, that. And I can tell you that there's some, even in our congregation, there's some in the community, there's some around the world that would say, why do we need to get involved in this? Why do we need to do this? How much impact is that going to be? And, and I hope by the end of this service today that God will touch your heart and we can recognize together that this is a great opportunity for us to be involved, to us to participate in something much bigger than we are. Let's pray. Father God, it is a privilege today to be able to come before you, to recognize our call as a people of yours, our call to touch those around us for your name's sake. Father, to recognize that some of us receive a call to leave our homes and to go to new places, whether that be in this country, whether it be around the world, whether it mean for a long period of time as a career or short term. But Father, every day we are called to be on mission for you. Father, help us understand this passage of Scripture that will be before us today. Help us to understand your call to touch those around us. And even how the smallest things that we do, you can make great strides in lives of people that we touch. Father God, this is your time. This is your space. Help us to understand. Help us to open our minds. Help us to be willing to understand Father, help us to open our eyes and to be able to see what you have called us to. Father, today our heart may be the issue. And I pray that you would touch our heart, that you would open our hearts. And Father, for those of us 
that our heart needs to be broken. Yes, Father, that you would even use this time to do that. Father, we thank you. We thank you for this privilege together together. And it is in the strong name of your son, Jesus, that I pray. Amen. Consider the words of the focal passage of the message today that comes from Proverbs chapter 8, verse 16. And I read from the New International Translation today where it reads, A gift opens the way and ushers the giver into the presence of the great. Needless to say, we're going to focus a lot today on how these small gifts may open doors to be able to present the message of the gospel to children around the world. But remember these words, a gift opens the way and ushers the giver into the presence of the great. You know, the, the, met, the, the goal and the message and the, the purpose of Operation Christmas Child is to go and to give a gift of love to children around the world. But it's also an opportunity for them to open that door and to be able to present that message of gospel to those children. A gift opens the way and ushers the giver into the presence of the great. Now, what better way to participate in something than that that touches lives of children. Touching lives of children with the message of the gospel of the salvation message of Jesus Christ. And these boxes are used to open that door. Who could we consider to be greater than a child that needs to hear that message? Whether it's one of our own children here at First Baptist Church that we celebrated a couple of weeks ago with seven of them being baptized and many more that need to be touched. But that needs to happen around the world in places where that gospel presentation isn't as open as it is here. Now, I want you to imagine, and I've learned not to ask you to close your eyes because you'll go to sleep. But I need, to, I need you to imagine, some of you this is going to be a long journey and some of you it's going to be pretty recent, but I need to, you first to imagine that first gift that you can ever remember receiving. How did it make you feel? And then need some responses on that. How did that first gift that you ever received... How did that make you feel? Wonder? Joy? Happy? Excited? Blessed? Loved? Cared for? Okay, let's take the other side, and I need you to imagine again. That first gift that you ever gave. Do you know who it was to or what it was for? How 
how does that privilege of giving that first gift and even continuing on to now, how is that privilege of giving a gift, what does that do for you? Happy, grateful? Pardon me? Cheerful? Man, there's got to be more than that. Or y'all, you didn't close your eyes and go to sleep, did you? Loved and loving. Proud, happy. With great joy. Warmth in your heart. Now, I wonder, as we prepare these boxes, have we thought about those same kinds of feelings? Have we thought about that person that's going to receive this box and the impact that it may have on their lives? Have we ever? You know, sometimes I think we come to a time like this where we come to these boxes and we say, what's the big deal of one box? What's the big deal about sending these around the world with just one box per child? I think we have a trouble understanding that because of this. You see Christmas trees that we put up in our house that get so filled with packages that we can't even see the tree anymore. I think we have trouble coming to this. But I want you to see what this does to some of the children that receive them. Christmas. Operation Christmas Child is one of the great stories that's unfolding in our lifetime. I want the children of the world to know. I want their parents to know that God loves them and He wants them to be with Him in heaven. That's what it's all about. Every single box is important because it connects to hearts. The heart of the person who pocks the box and the heart who is in need of that love. When I look at these boxes, I just see thousands of smiling kids. I think it's an awesome opportunity to change the world. We have led the children from the box to the Bible. We developed The Greatest Journey, a 12-week discipleship program for the kids that make decisions for Christ. Yo les voy a compartir lo que aprendí a mis amigas, a mi papá y a mi mamá. I am so excited that I'm part of a ministry that is so huge. Thank you. This is just so awesome to give these children the opportunity to experience the love of Christ in a way that they've never experienced before in their lives. We are only seeing just the beginning of this project. Because the Lord, He's got something that is beyond our imagination. 
into the millions and into the billions. And these children will change the world. These are kids that have nothing. These gifts will mean everything in the world to these children. And we're going to give them in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. If you've been a Operation Christmas Child volunteer here this year or in the past, would you stand? There are those around. Thank you for what you do and what you're doing. And these are the ones that kind of push this along and help us get this and help us to get these boxes from like this. And interesting here, I see boxes of different sizes and shapes. And of course, these boxes are the ones that Operation Christmas Child that we purchased from them to have similar kinds of boxes. But you know, there's boxes that have been wrapped by the, by the giver and have an opportunity to do that. So if you don't get one of these and you got a shoebox at home, just remember to wrap the top separately from the bottom so uh, it can be checked because all the boxes are checked to make sure that, not here, but at distribution sites, to make sure that everything is appropriate and safe to be able to take to the children. Use plastic, you know, those good little plastic boxes that, that you can get at the store that you store shoes in. Those work great, and the kids can have something later to be able to store their stuff in and to be able to do that. When our volunteers receive all these boxes, they count them, they put them in, the, in these larger cases to be able to ship them off, and, and then they gather everybody in this area and they ship them off uh, from this area, either be to, to Dallas or to Denver, and to be able to put those together and then to send them off. But there's something wrong with this side of the tree, I mean this side of the platform. They're still empty. Reality is we've got these boxes in every, every place you can come. And before the end of the day, I hope all of these stacks are gone. Because this is the last week that we have to, to, bring the, to fill them and to bring them back. Because next Sunday, they finish up putting them in the cases and shipping them off. Operation Christmas Child has been a part of the ministry of Samaritan's Purse since 1993. And since that time, more than 100 million of these boxes have been delivered to children around the world. But more importantly than the 100 million boxes is 100 million children's lives that they have touched. And it's opened the doors to be able to present the gospel. And as you saw in the video a moment ago, they have not only presented the gospel, but for those that accept the message of the gospel and accept Jesus Christ, they developed a 12-week program of discipleship and mentoring to be able to take those children through to help them understand what a life in Christ is about. Remember, each one of these represents a child. Tiffany, that's Tiffany to come and help me this morning because I want to talk to you a moment about I've never had the opportunity to deliver one of these and see one of these happen, but I have these. And Tiffany, as I tell this story, I want you to open this. And as if you were a child in an impoverished country, and that's the only Christmas you're going to get. Maybe the only Christmas you ever get. 
You can go ahead. This is a project that we did in Conroe. And as she opens it, I'll tell you. But the last year we were there, we collected 50,000 of these and took them to the Rio Grande Valley and then distributed them to churches in Mexico. And there were pastors in Mexico that would drive 8 to 10 hours to come to the border for the distribution of these to be able to take it back to their children in their communities, in their colonias, in their churches. And understand that that's all that they're going to get. And what this is, is 10 little pieces of hard candy. 10 little pieces of hard candy that went in to a toilet paper core. 50,000 of these that Mexico pastors would drive a full day one direction so that they could take these back to impact the children and get them to... Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> Enjoy. Thank you. They would take them to their colonias. They would take them to the, to the city squares in there. They would take them to their churches. And at one time, I had the opportunity to go with them, and we went across the border uh, to one of the border towns when it was still safe to do that. But we drove, and the missionary that was taking us there night, that night had only been there in the daylight. And we got outside of town and, and headed off, and he said, well, this is the road we need to take, I think. And we drove down that road, and we soon lost pavement and went down to a dirt road that the, the potholes in the dirt road were enough to lose the van that we were in. And that was great until we ran into a barbed wire fence. <laughs> he had no idea where we were. And as we went back towards town to try to find something, there was a young man riding a horse bareback. There was one in our group that spoke enough Spanish to ask him where this church was that we were supposed to go. And he took us down a worse dirt road to get to the church. But it's interesting, it was just on the other side of the hill where we couldn't see it. And the only light in the town that night was this little church. They'd gathered enough money together to have a generator to run the lights in there, and to run the sound system, and to run their electric guitars to have worship that night. We were an hour late. And every one of them waited for us to get there. And we struggled running over five or ten minutes in worship. And they waited an hour for us to get there. And we worshiped, and the pastor was able to give the children each one of these. Christmas boxes. They go around the world to impact children's lives. We've gotten permission to do this. This isn't the normal process, so... This one says that it's for a 10 to 14-year-old girl. Interesting thing here is what little girl wouldn't like gemstones or, or maybe a pink cross to remind them of what they've received it for and certainly a pedicure set. 
It's always good for those. And some grape-flavored perfume. And the fluffy socks. <laughs> Tiffany asked me if the product she was going to get was going to be big enough for a fluffy socks, but the box is. <laughs> and a jump rope, and a hairbrush, and a toothbrush, and Play-Doh, and deodorant, and toothbrush, and... And the list goes on. Things that a 10 to 14-year-old girl would enjoy. And this is a 5 or a 9-year-old little boy. A pencil bag with markers and pencils. And this one has something that becomes very important in these boxes, and that's money to cover the cost of the shipment. Just $7 along with the things that are in there. And again, a jump rope and stickers and toothpaste and toothbrush and cars and a ball and a little bit of candy. Things that a little boy would receive with great joy. It's two things that other things, one thing, the other thing that may not make and go in those, and that's a letter to the child that's going to receive it. You know, you write cards to your kids, you write cards to your grandkids and your friends and your neighbors to let them know how special they are. But what about these children? Yeah, they may or may not be able to read English, but maybe somebody's there that can translate it. But something with somebody's note may make an impact. But a bigger thing that we might do is as we buy this stuff, as we pack this stuff, as we bring it up here, as we know that they're going to be shipped next week, have we ever thought about praying for the child that's going to receive this box? See, that's something that we can do whether we go or not. To know that God has intention for where this, this box needs to go and the child that is going to receive it. There are stories that are told about a child that opens his box and he had not a pair of shoes and he was one of the only children in his school that didn't have shoes and he opened, his op opened up his Operation Christmas Child box and guess what? There's some shoes. Or a little child that opens up their box and there's a coat in there when they, she's the only one that doesn't have a coat in one of those cold climate countries. Or a child that's laying in his hospital bed and has no vision. And their box is opened up and there's all sorts of little fluffy toys and fluffy socks and things that they can feel and touch and understand they've been loved. What about these boxes? Yeah, we're short this year. Normally we send about 2,000 to 2,500 boxes all. That's everybody's together. But a church our size, the, only, the biggest number of boxes that we've ever done is five to 700, maybe 750. We've got a week. What if we could do 1,000 this year? What if we could do 1,000? But what if a thousand is even under what we ought to be doing?
Because you see, it's not just the box. It's the child that this box touches. It's your neighbor that you go to to present the message of God. It's the hope that we have that much of the world does not have. And that much of the world is right here in Norman as well as around the world. close just a few things. One is to recognize that these boxes are a gift of love to a child that this may be the only real gift they ever get. And to understand that this box is only a tool to be used as the scripture says to open the door to the great. To open the door to those children that need to hear about God. To pray for those children. To pray for the 12-week evangelistic tool that Samaritan's Purse has developed. That those lives, once they accept Jesus Christ, will be changed. And understand what it means to live a life in Christ. But also, as we talk about gifts, we must also talk about the fact that some of you here today need to receive the gift of Christ. You don't understand what a changed life has been. You've never maybe even heard the message. Maybe you've rejected the message and today's the day that God has called you to be one of His own. You need to open that gift. It's there for you and the opportunity to be able to give or to receive that gift. The other challenge today, I think, is for all of us. Are our hearts really touched enough to touch the world around us? Down the pew, down the street, up the hall in your office, to those you meet on a daily basis or infrequent as it may be. See, that's part of this message today, too, is to understand that we are all called. If we are a child of God, we have been called to touch lives and make a difference for the sake of Christ. Where are you on that journey today? Let's pray.